Okay, and we're back in five, four. Wait, you're telling me there's more? <sighs> Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the CM Podcast. My name is Scott. So you get it right that time, and I'm Anna. <laughs> and today we're talking about multifaceted stories or multiple part stories, which we seem to do a lot of. Uh, yeah, we've been doing a lot more lately, um, just because of you know the COVID updates. I guess is. Oh, I feel like it started a long time ago. Started with the burger tour. Oh yeah, it it really did start with the burger tour. Um, I've I've not gotten to write any of the burger tours, and you've you've not taken any of the photos. I've never been on a trip to a burger tour. I haven't either. And what we've both been working here about? Are you at four years? No, we're both at three. About three years. Yeah. you hit oh, three God, in. It will be four years this year. Yeah, because I started in 2017, so end of this year will be four years. And then I'll hit three years in May. So. This is the longest I've ever worked anywhere. Me Usually too. before this, it was like a year and then I'd go somewhere else. Yeah. And everyone was like, that's bad for your resume. I'm like, well, I haven't found a job I like yet. Yeah. I mean, I like this one. Yeah. It's it's fun. And, um, you know, we do both like this one. And that's why I guess we're both kind of upset. We haven't been on the burger doer. Right. Like I've been to the restaurants after. Me too. Or Me too. Before, or just because I like the restaurant and they're delicious. So I, mean, I want to go. Well, let's see. Who did... Somebody that no longer works here did the first one. M M Morgan did the second one, who's our wedding editor now out of California. Lucianne did last year's with Katie, Jane, and Amy. So we're going to get to do it this year. I think, actually, I might have gone to Burger Basket in Atoka, but I didn't take any photos. I think I was just there. No, I don't think it... Not Burger Basket. Burger City. Burger City. Burger City. Yeah, I went, I went there, but I don't think I... I didn't shoot anything. I think I was just there to help Nathan if he needed mm, anything. But yeah. like, I ate a burger, Basque burger. What is it called? Burger City. Burger City. I ate there. I mean, like at least once a week when we worked across yeah. the street from it. Yeah, I I know. I went a few times. You took me when you were my mentor, and that's mm -hmm. where we ate. It was okay. It wasn't my favorite. It's good. I mean, it's good burgers. It's good for out here. It's good for out here. I got to say my favorite burger joint on any of the burger tours. I really want to go to the Alibi because they have the green uh, tomato burger. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That was on the cover of um, June. No, July, August 2018. Because that was the year Morgan did it. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Nathan did some great editing on that. Oh, my God. He completely burger. took out the background. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful, beautiful. But this year, me and you are going to get to do it this summer. Yeah. Because that's always... Um, we do the multifaceted stories during certain times of the year. Right. So, like, last spring, we did a multifaceted story on Randolph. And it was the beginning, the intro, and the end for the Randolph and the Memory series. And then, of course, we do the burger tour sometime during the summer because that's when a lot of people are traveling. And then this past fall, we did a really interesting one. Do we want to go ahead and go into that since we're pretty well, much Well, I was going to say the only burger tour that we've done that I think Allison was upset that I went to without her was when we were in Martin and we did... Uh, oh. The grind. The grind. Because she was telling me about it before we did it in the magazine. Oh. So I'm like, oh, I want to go here and get one of their milkshakes. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And I was like, okay, we'll, we'll go, we'll go. And she was, I mean, this is why she was probably six months pregnant or oh, so. Oh, yeah, she was during, pregnant. During lockdown. So we really couldn't go anyways. And I was like, we'll, 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 we'll go. And then me and you went for lunch because we were out there. And she got so mad that I went without her. Because then, then she had Jamie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we'll go this week or something like that. And we, we stopped and been. So. Oh, my gosh. I took my parents. So it was, we went for Father's Day. I took my dad to an antique mall and then... I had asked Lucienne, like, what's good around that specific antique mall? She's like, well, you go here or you could go here. And I was like, well, what about a burger joint? And she said, go to the grind. Oh, my God. My dad acted like a kid in a candy shop. He loved it. And Might it made well. me so happy. Our waitress was great. She was blown away that we worked for a magazine. Oh, she, yeah. The girl from Mickey. Yeah. We were like the only ones there. No, she wasn't from Mickey. She was? Was, was she? she? No, she was from... That really... Oh, it's we, not important. It's not important, but, but it's going to uh, drive me nuts. We we showed up and we're like, oh, we're with the magazine. She's like, which one? We're like, Cypress. And she picked one up. She's like, you mean this? And we're like, yeah. And she's like, let me go get your drinks. I'll be right back. It's and then she day. came and sat down yeah, at the she table. she hung out with us. So that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was, it was lots of fun. She was really good. And then yeah. when we went, mom and I got two different burgers and then split them and sh- shared. So I got the Luther... No. I got maybe the Luther, whichever one has the, um, I think the Luther's, I think the Luther was the one that me and you got with the cheese covering the top of it. Yeah, that was great. We split that one. We split that one. It was, it had like three hamburger, but anyway, um, I got the one with the donut buns Mm. and I shared that with my mom. Oh my God. I want to go get one of those. I, I told my sister about it. I was like, when I, I've been losing weight, I've lost 30 pounds so far. And when I hit 200, when I get, so like, when I get 199, I want to go get one of those burgers with the donuts for the buns. Mm-hmm. And my sister, she's a super health nut. She's like, that sounds absolutely Dis- disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. She's like you have questionable health choices. Well, I got, um, I got that burger obviously, but we also got the, the grind nachos and it's nachos in a coffee can with all the stuff on top and it's mm-hmm. like Django pulling out the chips so good that sounds great uh, we had that I think when we went me and you, me and you? Mm-hmm. I think so yeah we shared the nachos and the burger right right we did have nachos. oh it was so oh, good. good oh my god I want some now and then they have these larger than life milkshakes those have become real popular. I think <gasps> there's a there's a place out here that's starting to talk about doing those, like the milk bar or something. On the on the no on the square. There's a oh Theon Rose. I think the ice cream she, shop. I think she was talking about maybe doing oh some milkshakes like that, oh which one so gain back all the weight if she does. Well, the milkshake that I keep getting from the grind is the one that has the peanut but fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich as the topper. It's death. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I wouldn't want to know the nutritional information in any of those shakes. It's probably your nutrition value for like four days. So what were you going to move on to before I brought up the grind? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, oh, wait. I want to talk about Bob's Burgers, too. I'm sorry. Bob. Bob. What? Bob. 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 Bob's Burgers. Bob. Pizza and pasta. Not the not the I, TV show, y'all. I've never I've never had Bob's Burgers. I've never eaten there. I've eaten there twice now. So this is one of the burger tour stops Morgan went to. I had one of their burgers this week, and I love it. I just it's so good. They have such good buns, and it's just 
the right amount of meat to cheese ratio. It's not like a super thick patty. And then it's just, there's something about it. Cause like their pizza is one of the top sellers, but we went to them for their burgers. And honestly, if their burgers are that good, then I'm going to have to get a pizza because, oh my gosh. Do they have a cheeseburger pizza? I haven't asked. They should. Oh no, I got to talk to Mr. Bob then. Can you just put a hamburger on my pizza, please? (laughs) (laughs) So Bob's Burgers pizza and pasta actually came about before the TV show did. And like, it was a thing for a little while where like people thought, it that, was a restaurant based yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I he thought the, he was going to get sued. I have the Bob's Burgers cookbook. You asked got me that because that's mm-hmm. like the only thing I'll cook is burgers. And it is fantastic. There's so many things in there that sound disgusting, but are super, super, super good. Like I had a, a blueberry stuffed patty with like a oh creme fraiche God. on it. It was so good. I... So speaking about off-topic burgers, I went to Nashville this past October and got, um, we, my Nashville friends took me to some burger joint and they made their own Jack Daniels ketchup and bourbon mustard. Oh, that sounds really good. Holy heck. That was, <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so good. Like, I just want to keep eating and eating and eating and eating. It was delicious. I got to say, Megan, Linda, Sarah... Y'all did good. I really enjoyed my trip to Nashville <laughs> this year, <laughs> last year, 2020. It was it was fun. We did the social distancing thing, and it was fine. I got to stay in a hotel near Linda. It was it was so much fun. I miss them all. So, so this bad. kind of segues into what's next. The yeah, because I went in October. Went in October, and we did a series on haunted houses. Did y'all actually? Did, did y'all do a haunted house? Yeah, we we um we go to the same haunted house like every year. This year we did uh two or three of them instead of just like one like we normally do and the one we went to like i said we go to year after year and it turns out the cypress haunt trail or whatever we called it we called it something like that yeah all of these i think have been doing it year after year after year too yeah some of them have been around for a really long time like uh so i i really should get the magazine out let me so this past october we went to um quite a few haunted houses we went to um jones orchard in millington we went to the humboldt zombie trail paintball we went to union city's the fear factory is that it no we went to magazine sorry sorry (laughs) we went to uh derailed haunted house in raymer tennessee and they're all they were all really really nice like haunted houses. The one, when I have friends come down from Nashville, the one that I normally take them to is the Jones Orchard Shadowlands. Just because it's, you know, there's so many different things to do. And it's one, two, close close to where I live. We, um, you can do the haunted corn maze. There's, sometimes there's a haunted hayride. I don't think they did it last year because of COVID. And then for the first time last year, they had another group come in and do a second trail and the group was called uh kilgore i think and they did yeah kilgore haunted shelby farms last year and no they kilgore did shelby farms in 2019 and in 2020 they did uh hysteria at jones orchard what blew me away about all these places is how much they 
spend on the haunted houses. It was crazy. Something that's open only that short of amount of time, the amount of money they put into it, and I mean, they get money back, obviously. They They really do. But it's something you'd think, oh, they spend a few months on it here and then they're done with it. No, they work on it all year round. round. Yeah. And most of these places, or not most of them, a few of them were also functional farms. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So these people are also running their farms while at the same time running a haunted house that takes all year to operate. And, you know, harvest season is the fall. So as soon as they get done with harvest season, they're right into the haunted season. And it's like that for a lot of the haunted houses in this area. We just did five this time, but I think this coming October, we're planning on doing the haunted trail again because it was so much fun. It right. was I, so much we, fun. We were supposed to go to... Um, 13th Realm? The, the one in Jackson. Yeah, 13th Realm. And do the zombie paintball rail. It wasn't... Oh, you're it, talking about uh, the Humboldt zombie trail. Yeah, we were supposed to do the, We were going to go back and film that, but we wound up not. We ran out of time. Yeah, it was um, really disappointing because I wanted he, to. I know. It looked like a lot of fun. We went to vlog it and everything, but the guys there, they... Kevlar. Their suits are like, what do I say, $300, $400 a suit? Yeah. So they have them dressed up in these ginormous pads and then helmets. And then I think usually most haunted houses stop there, but they have the masks built over the helmets. So Mm -hmm. it looks... Like a zombie. It looks terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they spend a lot of time on detail. They really did. And then they have like... Different, so they pull this paintball trailer behind a tractor, and they have like zombie actors throughout the woods. They have special areas for like zombies. It was it was really cool, and it, this really is one of my favorite multifaceted stories we've done because each one of these places we went to was so different from the next, and I'm really glad we got to go to all of them. Yeah, the one that. It was him and his friend bought the building and built out. So that one is Union City's The Fear Factory. It was that the, one I think was my favorite. It was like three, three stories. Story. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot. Oh, that one was a good one. That one was terrifying. <laughs> so we went through the deactivated haunted house. Like he flipped some switches right before we went through it. So there would be some things that would jump out and scare us. <laughs> there was a crazy lady in a wheelchair that launched herself at Anna. I about died. <laughs> It was so funny. We were walking through one part that was just drape after drape after drape. Mm -hmm. And I guess during the scare, the people in there to scare you, but nothing was running. So it was really quiet. And Mm -hmm. only the guy was talking and I was leading the front. Yeah. And I knew there were two other people in the building working and I could hear footsteps. And I was like. And then suddenly it just got faster. I was like, she's "She's going to jump out thinking I'm him trying Mm -hmm. to scare him. And she did. She jumped out and I was expecting it. And she just goes, you're not, I'm sorry. She's like, I would have done that if I knew you were in front. I was like, it's okay. I was like, I heard you coming. <laughs> it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> it scared the crap out of me. Cause I was, I was in interview mode. I was like on it, like getting, like asking questions about the different parts of the attraction. And like, she scared me. <laughs> and then there was this other part where like this guy starts flailing out of this coffin yeah. And there was water spraying. It was so gross. So I've actually never done a haunted house. Like I love scary stuff, but I, I I don't Are you kidding? Yeah, I don't want people to jump out at me or touch me. Oh, this like that. that's like my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. No, I love scary movies. I love messing with ghosts because I don't think they exist. But Me neither. So I so I I love messing with that, but I don't want people jumping out and touching me. So I've never done a haunted house. Dude, they're messed up. 
like this is my first time ever being in one. They're messed up. People, those people got issues. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I, um, I applied to work in a haunted house when I was in college and the one that I originally applied to applied to, like I left cause I was getting such creepy vibes. Like I thought I was going to get hurt working there. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with this. Um, one of my friends was two of my friends actually from college were going to interview with me. And the other girl I was with, she just walked out right away just from the way they were talking and was like, no, I'm not doing this. But the guy I was my friend, um, he stuck with me and like did the interview process with me. And at one point we had to act out a scene. And so he like grabbed my arms and like was shaking me back and forth and then would push me towards the group of people and yeah like, that's too much i don't want to be touched well it, i was an actor technically i had bruises from where he grabbed me in the shape of hands on my arms yeah it's too it was much. like i was after that i was like no i can't i can't do this night after night yeah and so i left and they called me back to re-audition i was like no this is not for me so we did the on i worked the on-campus one with that guy that gave me the bruises he was great though. I don't blame it on him at all. It was an accident. We had we had a guy in the neighborhood growing up that did a quote unquote haunted house uh, in his garage every year. My cousins Halloween. did that growing up, and it was. I mean, he just hung up some tarps and had to zigzag through his garage to get yeah. some candy at the end. But I mean, he'd dress up, have a chainsaw, and hit it against the wall and everything. And I mean, that was about it. It mm. wasn't anything spooky, but no, it wasn't the one that we did at the college that I was a part of. Um, I was in the very first room with the guy and he was the mad scientist and I was the creepy girl that was like a patient. And so I would chase people around the room. I got some great reactions because I would crawl after them. And like, I thought I was going to get kicked in the face once or twice. It was so much fun. That was, that was one of the best college memories I have. Sam, we did great. Good job, Sam. There's, we, we have a family friend that used to do haunted houses a lot uh, that he used to work in. And when I was little, me and my sisters were out trick-or-treating. I think my oldest sister was too old to be trick-or-treating, but she was taking me and my other <laughs> sister out to do it. And then there's this really big guy, dressed, like he's got this long black hair and a top hat and a cape and oh, that's cool. face painted. And he comes up and goes, <sighs> and you're like, I was like, I'm going to go over here. <laughs> and my other sister's like, I'm going to go too. And then my oldest sister just started talking to him. And we came back later. I'm like, what was that? Like, oh, that was Mr. Billy. I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, yeah, he had his Mad Dog and Rick shirt on. Like, I see him, wear that at, see him wearing that at church. So she immediately knew it was him. And me and my other sister were like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So Sam, Sam Millspa, that was the RA that was doing the haunted house with me. He, um... He was uh, the mad scientist, and at one point, like, I was laying on the table at the very beginning, and then I'd crawl off the table and crawl after people, but then he had me hide behind a curtain, so he'd be like, where is my, where is my test subject, and I'd pop out from behind the curtain and, like, twirl my hair in my fingers and go, hi, Mr. Doctor, it was so, <laughs> and the screams were so great because they would be in front of me where I was in the curtain. And so I'd whip that curtain back and go, hi. It was so funny. It was, oh yeah. my God, the screams. I, I, since everything's starting to open back up and loosen, I imagine all these haunted houses will be I can't wait. going I'm this so year. Excited. So so get 
if you can find one or if you have one, the October issue, I'm sure we'll have a blog about it or we'll have a blog we'll, about it. We will. We're, we're behind on everything. We'll, we'll put the dates up. I do want to talk one more um, of the haunted houses. The only one we haven't mentioned is the derailed haunted house in Raymer. Scott, that was the one um, that had the 3D art. Oh, that was so the airbrushed. Yeah, the art, airbrushed that was so art. Cool. Wasn't it cool? It was like it was also a haunted. It was two haunted houses. There was the one traditional one, and then there was the second one that had 3D art. So I think that's the guy that needs the most help because Brian Jackson, his haunt like is is messed up. He has those tunnels. It's like airbags inflated on either side. Mm-hmm. They have to crawl through. Mm-hmm. And I think he said the recommended length is like. 12 feet or something like that yeah. because people start to get panicked. He's like, mine are 16. So he <laughs> added four feet to it to make people panic. And like, I'm not claustrophobic. I love being uh, like hugged and mm-hmm. s- squished in like that. I started getting a little panicky at the end. I know. I know. It was, it was, I absolutely. So he was the old high school superintendent. He's still an educator, I think. I think he's still an educator. And he, so that haunted house has been, uh, the house in the movie, The Houses That October Make 2. I don't remember. I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. The Houses That October Built 2 from 2017. And then he's also been featured in the Chicago Tribune, Forbes, and a few other ones. Um, he's also been reviewed by the Haunted Attraction Association. Yeah. Never heard of that. I don't know. But there's there's I a lot of things I learned impressive. during the Haunted interview that I didn't know exist. Yeah. Um, but I mean, all of them have like their twists and turns and I don't want to give them away. So go, go check them out. Cause they are fantastic. They're incredible. Cause they're, so the other things we do are the, uh, the memory sto- stories series. Oh yeah. The memory series. So I'm a big history buff and I am all about learning more about the area you live in. So I live 20, I've talked about this before on the podcast, I live 20 minutes away from an old civil war town built in like the 1820s or whatever. I can't remember off the top of my head. And that was actually a really popular story in Tipton County. And so we have been trying to find more historically relevant um, stories to go in the memory series. And we contacted the Big Black Creek Historical Association and they refurbished churches. So we've already written about the church in Denmark, Tennessee, no relation to the country. And we just interviewed for the uh, re- refurbished, renovated, the renovated church in Mercer. So we're super excited to get um, that trilogy in the memory series out. We're always looking for historical relevant places. And if you want somewhere near you to be featured in the magazine, if you want to submit it, um, please email me at Anna C at cypressmag.com. That's A N N A C at cypressmag.com. C Y P R E S S M A G.com. Or send us a message on Instagram at the CM podcast. Yay! <laughs> that was such a good. That was such a good. It's a good commercial. Right. Yeah. So the last multifaceted story we have to talk about are the COVID updates. So I am very passionate about helping our community and doing what we can for the people that have been previously featured in the magazine. If it's getting them to advertise, finding them something they need, I want to do it. 
And I know that COVID has affected a lot of the businesses we previously featured. In fact, there was one business in Bolivar that we went and interviewed, um, wrote the story, and less than two weeks after we wrote the story, uh, we didn't get to publish it because they went out of business. And we don't want that to happen, honestly, to any of the businesses that, you know, support the Cypress brand. We don't I mean, want, we don't want to happen to we don't want anybody's to happen business to anybody. anyway. <laughs> but, you know... Especially the ones that support Yeah, yeah. We, we have a connection to these people, and we appreciate them. So I came up with the idea to go back and re-interview these people. Um, in December, we had our first COVID update. It was the Shelby Forest General Store, Casey Jones Village, uh, the Barkery in New Bern, and Bob's Burgers in Bells. And... I went and interviewed each of these people. And of course, as y'all know, the Shelby Forest General Store struggling or had to do a GoFundMe. Uh, Clark Shaw ended up passing away before the magazine was published. Um, the Barkery in New Bern that does dog treats, they had to close their storefront and um, are working from home again out of their home kitchen instead of an industrial kitchen. Bob's Burgers, no dine-in at all. They're still not doing dine-in. And uh, those December businesses that we featured, it's been hard. It's been so hard. And we know that. And that's why that's why we covered them again. And that was really, you know, the point of getting in contact with them again and feature them. To try and bring attention to their business and promote them. Because we love West Tennessee. Our motto is real people Real places, real West Tennessee. And we just, we are real. We want to make sure that each of these people survive this pandemic. Because, you know, these businesses are integral to their communities. People appreciate having somewhere to go during this time. They can't meet with their family sometimes, and but they can go wear a mask, get their groceries at the Shelby Forest General Store, get a quick bite to eat in the Dixie Cafe, order um, online for the Barkery in New Bern, get to go at Bob's. And it's 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 been hard. Um, Scott, you went with me to pretty much each of these interviews, I think except for Bob's, and then we had to do the Barkery through email because um, Becky got COVID. Right. I don't think you went to Doug's either. I think the only one you really went to was with me to see Clark Shaw before he got sick. Yeah, I didn't really go to many because you started doing this right around when Jamie was born. So I, I started planning it in July. It didn't get interviewed until November and it didn't get published until the December issue. And right. then so I'd, I was working from home already a couple days a week. So, yeah, I didn't really get to go to too many. But you you helped me get all of the um, all of the old photos. Yeah, which was tough. Honestly, a real pain in the butt because <laughs> I have my organization layout the way I want things to be done, and then Nathan, when he was here, had his own organizational layouts, and he's the one that took most of the photos while he was here. He was the lead photographer. Um, to me, it makes no sense how he had his layout. <laughs> Mine, I've had people go into mine and it's very organized, but it takes them forever to get through it because I have it laid out by year, then month, then 
section of the magazine or ads and then story and then it, it several folders to keep it organized. And Nathan's was just like magazine. <laughs> and so I'd go ahead and find it and find the right month and everything. But we got them all found. Yeah, we got them all found and it, it worked out well. Um, so there was actually a part two to the COVID updates. Um, we found another four businesses that we wanted to talk to to get their perspective on COVID. Um, the, in part two of the COVID updates, which was in February 2021, we spoke to Sweet Jordans um, in Paris, Kissels in Ripley, Delta Blues Winery in Long Road Cider in Lakeland, and Perry Logic Brewing Company also in Paris. Um, yeah, I got some drinks on that one. That was... Let's start with Perry Logic then. So I got I got a beer at Perry Logic <laughs> and I got a bottle of wine at uh, Delta Blues. Delta Blues, and mm-hmm. I was just going to ask for a sample, and they gave me a sample of everything they had. So yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. So Perry Logic, uh, neither one of us. That was before both of us started working at the magazine. Yeah, that was the second issue. Yeah, it was. I think it was the second. Or no, no, yeah, second. Sec- maybe a first maybe. or second issue ish it might have been i think it was the one with mr andy on the front the november issue so the third third. the third and so it's been three years yeah Yeah. three years since we had interviewed them uh back in 2017 so like they had a lot that had changed for them and even with covid they had opened their kitchen two weeks before we had Cyprus had previously interviewed them. Now they had dinner service like every night. They are doing more forged beers, which means they're finding the ingredients in the woods, local yeah. in Tennessee, West Tennessee, like mushrooms. We only got to talk to to one of the guys. Yeah, the other John one, Logic. He was um, the other guy was uh, Perry. Uh, Randall was, Perry. Yeah. Yeah. He was was he bottling or he was doing something in the back where he couldn't he come had up? To, I think he had to go to the grocery store and was finishing up the, the, the process. The fermentation. Yeah. The fermentation. He, yeah, he process. was doing something in the back where he was occupied and yeah. couldn't come up. But, Which uh, is, it would have been great to talk to him too. <laughs> yeah. But Perry, he's like, Oh, you want a beer? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he went and poured me one and slid it to me. He's like, you on the clock? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, man, this is what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one driving back that day, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad. It was really great meeting up with them. It was he was very fun to talk to. Learned a lot about Perilogic. Um, one of the things that COVID allowed them to do is um, start bottling their beers. Yeah, they have a, a bottler that comes by in a van or something like that, yeah, and, something and like does that. it on and location. Cans. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess it's was, canning. Yeah, but they did it on location, which I think is wild. Mm-hmm. They also they did a uh, a fundraiser. What was it like? Don't touch me or something. Don't don't. They had a name for it. It was a pop reference for. They did it to raise money for Paris, and uh, it was they had a uh, can't touch this or something like that. Six feet away. So I I don't remember what it was. It was I don't remember what it was. Something either. to do with social distancing. It was. <laughs> it was great. But they, they I mean they did that for Paris to raise money mm-hmm. for him and everything. Yeah. And it was, it was really cool. Cause like we, we obviously were not on the original interview because it was before we both started working here. He was so much fun. That was a really cool story to get to like talk to out of the blue. It was, it was great getting to call them and talk. Yeah. Everyone we interview is honestly 
We've, Fantastic. Th- there's only been, I can only think of like two that haven't been welcoming. I'm not going to say who because that's rude. It's rude. <laughs> but everybody's been great. They, been to me. Yeah. yeah. Everyone out here is super nice. Mm-hmm. It's it's really great. I think we couldn't have picked a better place to start a magazine because West Tennessee is like that. It's it's small world. <laughs> well, it's just. I mean, I think the South people are just generally nicer because yeah. like, even going like to Colorado or something like that. If I saw someone on the side of the road, I'd smile and say, "Hey," and I'd get a look like, "What's wrong with Why you? Why are you talking to me? Yeah, leave me alone. Yeah, here it's like, "Hey, what's going on, man? I'm doing good. Do you know that person? No, 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 <laughs> not at all." Not at all. Yeah. So another business, was it hard getting the Periologic photos? Since it was, did we have that magazine still in the layout? We had it. I had to go to a very old hard drive and find them. Oh, really? So, yeah. It was so only, that took some searching. It was on the first hard drive wow. we had. So wow. yeah, it took a minute. Pretty cool. So another older story that we went back and visited was Delta Blues and Long Road Cider. Yeah, they've joined forces. Yeah, they have merged since we covered them both at separate times. Delta Blues Winery uh, has a vineyard in Lakeland, Tennessee off of Stewart Road on 385. And Long Road was in Barrettville where Bobby Blue Bland Day is. And they moved in with Delta Blues and are... They got their beer permit, so they're brewing at Delta Blues now. Yeah, which I thought was weird. You had to get a beer permit to make cider, but I guess since it resembles cider more than it does wine, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. It was great getting to talk to them, too, to see how things have changed, what stayed the same. They, right before COVID hit, closed in their balcony? Not balcony. What's it called? Pavilion. They closed in their pavilion to have more... Um, space to do events, like weddings and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and they could. They, yeah, they, do they, it. Were, they were telling us they had a lot of plans to do, but obviously we're wound up not being able now. to do them. But they, I think they struggled for a little while too because they were saying they had like one or two people come in a day, so they had to shorten their days mm-hmm. and shorten the amount of time they were open. But I mean, they're hanging in there. Every, I mean, everyone's hanging in there. Yeah. But I don't know. Hopefully, into this year, everything will go back to to normal. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're at like 38 minutes. So. Oh, geez. We've been going on and on. Well, I still had two more to talk about. Mm. So Kissels and Ripley. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Kissels is doing pretty good. They uh, had to do curbside only for a little while, but they're back to dine in and they're doing all right. They were busy enough. It didn't really affect them. Mm -hmm. I think everyone just switched to pickup. Yeah. They, they are on the square in Ripley. So they did all right. And then last but not least, we have sweet Jordans. They had some issues with tin care, taking away their, um, their special team members helpers. Um, but they look like they're getting that sorted out. They, they're looking to start a nonprofit so they can, um, work around, work around that and it not be a problem. But overall, I just want to let y'all know, we're super thankful for everybody that has helped make Cypress what it is. Um, people love the magazine and we're very appreciative to every single business that has been featured. So just thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you can 
Follow us or find us on our Instagram at the CM Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes or Spotify. You can find us on the website at the at cypressmag.com slash podcast. And that is it for this time. Bye. Bye.